here today with Mehmet Yavuz, CTO of Salona, and we're recording our first Office Hours episode from our homes during quarantine. And you can see only one of us has a nice haircut. I can't wait for the day when someone doesn't remember either of those issues. But here we are. Um, Office Hours is our opportunity to hear from Mehmet on the technical details of private mobile networks, 5G, and the wider technology industry. I am your host, Greg Yatman, uh, your friendly neighborhood marketing guy from Salona. I'm ready to ask the fun, tough questions, and mostly just want to get to the real story uh, behind what's going on in Salona and the wider industry. So with that, um, Mehmet, I had something that was on my mind for the last week, and that is 4G, LTE, and the various flavors of 5G, whether it's uh, 5GE, 5G, 5G+, and who knows what else is out there? I mean, did I miss anything? <laughs> I'm sure you did. But uh, yeah, I, well, first of all, uh, thanks for coming to the uh, office hour. And yeah, it's a lot of confusion out there. And thanks for asking that question. And uh, I'll try to give some insight uh, for those different um, terms and technologies and so forth. So basically, LTE stands for long-term evolution and that started like uh, in around 2008 and uh, it has been driven by the standards organization 3GPP and it has been deployed for more than a decade in the field and then more recently basically what happened is uh, this uh, organization called ITU came up uh, with uh, recommendation and uh, requirements for the new technology 5G and they put certain uh, requirements in terms of the data rate, for example, 20 gigabits per second downing, 10 gigabits per second uplink, millisecond uh, latency, and so forth. And they called this as 5G, the fifth generation. LTE was the fourth generation, 5G is the fifth generation. Now, within the uh, 5G, uh, the definition of the standard actually happened uh, in a different organization, which is the 3GPP organization. And they define this uh, whole standards as uh, 5G new radio, 5G NR. And uh, so that is the official 3GPP term for mm -hmm. the uh, new technology. And there has been some, uh, let's say, marketing and uh, commercialization aspects of it. Uh, the initial uh, Marketing term was 5GE, really meaning by AT&T, yep. and that stands for 5G evolution. But the underlying technology was really based on LTE with some enhancements, such as 4x4 MIMO and uh, 256 quam modulation, maybe three carrier aggregation. But it was really based on LTE technology that was called 5GE. Now, so let me actually, to, yeah. Let me ask you a question on that. So, with 5GE, is it really by definition 5G, or is it an evolution on the top of 4G LTE? Is it kind of getting closer to 5G? Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was the evolution of LTE getting close to 5G. Okay, okay. But okay. Uh, the official uh, 5G is really with the new radio that's defined in 3GPP. It is the uh, release 15 of 3GBP, and it brings a bunch of uh, capabilities with a totally new radio. And uh, this new radio has like 100 megahertz or more channelization, and uh, it defines two frequency ranges, right? One range of frequency is in the lower band, so-called frequency range one. Uh, it goes 
you know, uh, up to six gigahertz. Uh, they call it sometimes sub six. That's the frequency range one. Frequency range two is the millimeter wave. And that goes, you know, 20 plus uh, gigahertz uh, frequency. And um, again, AT&T called this millimeter wave as 5G plus. Okay. okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a marketing term. But in general, both the sub six gigahertz and the millimeter uh, range are two different uh, parts of this 5G new radio that's defined. So hopefully that wasn't too confusing, but uh, that's just uh, explaining the lay of the land. And if you like, I can confuse you a little bit further. Uh, there's Why another not? variant of 5G, which is called 5G new radio unlicensed, 5G NRU. Right. And that is a variant of 5G that can operate not only in the uh, licensed band, but also in unlicensed band, such as the five gigahertz or six gigahertz unlicensed band. Yeah. Okay. So clearly there's several flavors um, and I suppose several uses um, across the 5G um, theme. Um, so let's, let's get a little bit closer to what you do, right? Uh, let's talk about what is this driver? So what is driving Solona? What is driving the industry towards, you know, private LTE and 5G? I mean, how is that happening and why? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So let's take a step back, right? All this terminology and uh, different acronyms and so forth. Let's put that aside. I mean, if you look at the LTE technology, as I said, it's been around for quite some time and it's been mainly used by uh, mobile network operators in their license bands for macrocellular services, right? You all have smartphones, sometimes tablets and some now IoT devices coming, but it's generally wide area coverage with large area mobility, uh, with big base stations and so forth. So what has been going on in the recent years is to bring this technology to different enterprise use cases, to more mission critical, business critical type use cases uh, that we see emerging in enterprises. So this may be you know, um, some computer vision applications, uh, they may be automated guided vehicles, maybe related to uh, augmented reality or virtual reality applications may be related to a bunch of IoT devices uh, that that's, uh, desire to be connected to a reliable network. So for all these applications, the key requirement is really reliability, predictability, uh, quality of service, seamless mobility. And for all these requirements, LTE is the right technology, but the deployment model has not been very enterprise focused, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, at Salona, what we're doing is we're bringing this great technology to the enterprise use cases in a way that can be deployed and operated somewhat like Wi-Fi, right? Plug and play deployment, easy to configure and manage. But when you simplify things, uh, you, you should not give up from the technology capabilities, right? All these reliability, mobility, quality of service benefits, you want to preserve all of those and make it more automated uh, for the deployment and operation. That's what we do. Okay, now that's fair, that's fair. And, and it being part of the business, I understand kind of <laughs> what's where, where it's headed and what's happening. I try to keep on top of this stuff, but this is how I can ask the tough questions and make it seem like um, you know, I'm just doing it as part of my role, but this helps me uh, better do my job, I guess. Um, the, the question that I have is, you know, what is the difference for those who don't know, including myself, between the traditional 4G, LTE, 5G, and the private and flavor of private version of that? I mean, and, and why is that important for Solona or the enterprise? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 a great question, Craig. And again, let's stick with LTE for the time being, right? So the traditional model is it's a macrocellular deployment, typically you know big towers, big base stations covering you know uh, miles of area, and you can use that in a wide area uh, as a technology. But when we talk about uh, private LTE or enterprise LTE, what we're really talking about is uh, having small cells, they may be indoor small cells, they may be outdoor small cells, but they are deployed in a certain geographic region. So that may be a warehouse, that may be a retail big box uh, store, it may be an enterprise building, it may be a transportation hub, maybe a manufacturing facility, but it is essentially an enterprise in a certain geographical region. And the infrastructure, such as the base stations or small cells, or we call them APs, are deployed locally. And uh, the whole network infrastructure is such that uh, it is dedicated uh, to this enterprise. The core network, for example, may be on the enterprise premise or maybe in a data center. Mm -hmm. And the whole management and configuration can be done either through cloud or uh, through some uh, data center where all of these pieces are under the full control of the enterprise IT or uh, the managed service provider uh, who may be managing this network. Again, similar to a Wi-Fi model. Okay, so, I get uh, that. I get that. And then the deployment, again, is uh, local. It's not a new set of uh, cabling and infrastructure put in there. Uh, it is basically an overlay on top of the right. existing enterprise infrastructure. It uses the existing internet cabling, it uses existing switches, uh, it can uh, use the existing routers to go on the backhaul. So no new uh, cabling and other infrastructure needs to be deployed as part of that. So that's the LTE, and we can talk about the 5G a little bit too. Okay. Well, you know, I think, uh, and actually speaking of 5G, uh, one controversial question for you. Have you ever seen in your time uh, researching or implementing 5G uh, proof that it creates or transmits any uh, viral diseases? <laughs> uh, the answer is no. Okay, that's and good. It's, it's kind of quite amusing, like to follow all these things going on. Yes. Uh, no, no viral diseases or no other diseases associated with uh, 5G. I think uh, one aspect, remember the millimeter wave aspect is quite new with 5G and some people maybe found this as a new thing and uh, it's, it's amazing what people can you know relate to uh, in terms of what they see in their environment and then just create some relations between different things happening around them. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, on a serious note, no, there is no <laughs> relation to any diseases that I know of. Uh, with 5G. But 5G brings, uh, on top of all the great things we talked about LTE, is really improving uh, multiple aspects, right? It improves the uh, data rates, it improves the reliability. For example, going from four to five nines reliability in LTE, you can go to five to six nines reliability. The latency in LTE, maybe you get 20, 30 millisecond latency with 5G, you can now get the five millisecond or lower latency uh, values. Uh, again, you have 100 megahertz of uh, channels or up to 400 megahertz uh, channel bandwidth with millimeter wave. So that brings you multi gigabit uh, data rates and so forth. 
So it's really enhancing uh, the technology in multiple dimensions, and it's an evolution uh, from LTE to 5G. No, oh, that's fantastic. No, it clearly, and I thank you for, for uh, both clarifying the viral uh, aspect of it and also <laughs> the uh, different terminology or the different flavors, especially of 5G. I think that is, um, that's what I hope to get out of this particular clip, and I hope others uh, get the same benefit from it. Just a better understanding of where we're going, where we're headed, and the terminology around it. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank those who joined us to listen to Office Hours with Mehmet. Uh, if you do like our show, make sure that you like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. Uh, we have more episodes coming soon. Uh, until then, uh, we'll speak to you later. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, everyone.